Almost home. It's hard to know when lonely roads. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bear Tone Podcast. If you are new, my name is Lucas, and I am one of the producers of this show. Today we have our first ever repeat guest on the show. You may know him as Romer, which is the name he uses to put out all of his music. It's Ben Seidel. Ben is a singer-songwriter representing Old Bear all the way over in Berlin, Germany. He just put out a new record called I Fly Solo, which is out now wherever you listen to music. Before we hop into Anthony and I's conversation with Ben, I do want to mention that there's a really cool cover of a Talking Heads song on the new Romer album that will only be available to members of our Patreon. If you want exclusive Old Bear content, head over to patreon.com slash records and check out the tiers we have available starting at five bucks a month. We love you all and thank you for helping us continue to cultivate this community of artists. Okay, enough of me jabbering. Here is our conversation with Ben Seidel, a.k.a. Romer. Prone to wander away Sometimes our hearts just aren't they break Pass us the peace to stay Won't you wander close Are you are you in a in a Sunday school classroom? Yeah, we're like in a preschool room. Yep, yep. We okay, found cool. it was Great. the quietest place in the building with the best Wi-Fi, and uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> if you see right here, Ben. I a, do see the TV okay, cool, for cool, sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, right on. <laughs> well, you know what? Instead of painting more of a picture of where we're at that people can't sure. see, let's just talk about the music, right? But yeah, the, yeah but so I I do reminisce a little bit, and I think about the first podcast was in person. It uh, was you were here. It was in the studio. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, a, an old bear studio. And we would have that recorded. Was, uh, we would have recorded this one at the studio uh, had it not been. It's it's busy today. So here we are in a preschool room at a church, uh, okay. sitting on tiny, <laughs> sitting on tiny. Um, Tiny desks. Uh, Tiny desks. Picnic tables. Picnic tables. We're starting a new thing. Tiny picnic tables. Tiny picnic tables. Patent pending. Patent pending, yes. We're going to compete with NPR. How long ago was that? That Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, so, okay. So, um, so the first, for the EP, Stray Bars and Guns, it came out in 2020 in March. Yeah. Uh, It's almost a year coming up on that, which is crazy. Um, but it was recorded in 2018, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, and and I think maybe in the spring of 2018. So yeah, so it's been it's been it's been a while since I've been back uh, 
in Batavia since I've been back in the studio and, and hanging out with you guys. So this one is is way more stripped down. This record, yeah. So maybe we can talk a little bit. It's already out on all yeah. major platforms and uh, doing well and excited about it. But it's called I Fly Solo. And I think the yes. name is fitting because, like Lucas said, it is very stripped down. Uh, by that meaning, just your acoustic and uh, your voice, right? So maybe you can... Yeah share with us the approach you know like the this whole album happened by accident uh, in some ways um so i i live i live in berlin germany and um something that i was doing pre-pandemic that's something we have to start talking about now like mm -hmm. we have to use the pandemic as a as a history marker, but pre-pandemic, I was living in Berlin and hosting a, a weekly singer-songwriter showcase in the city that was really for uh, songwriters uh, at a pretty cool music venue down the street from where I live. Um, and Berlin is, a, is, is attracting a lot of singer-songwriters right now, and people are moving here to the city to, to play music, and but to also study. Uh, sound sound and production and film and a lot of the, the different type of creative arts and there is a school here in berlin uh, that is dedicated to um, uh, teaching people how to engineer uh, so the mm -hmm. studio engineer sound engineering uh, and it's done at this very famous um, place in berlin called uh, funk house so funk house but funk meaning think radio waves and uh Funk House is actually this, it's, it's, it's this epically sprawling, massive building. It used to house the, uh, the radio stations that would cover uh, and broadcast a signal in East Berlin, like all the news, all the radio content that existed uh, when the Berlin Wall was up. Um, it had been, uh, it had, the, the building has now been retrofitted and kind of taken over uh, by a couple of different recording studio projects, as well as a school. And what's unique about this space is they have some of the most large epic live rooms on continental Europe. Um, you have Abbey Road in, in, in London and or in the UK, and then, uh, then you have Funk House and a couple other uh, studios throughout Western Europe uh, that just are massive. and. Um, a buddy of mine uh, from Croatia was studying sound engineering and production at, uh, at this school. And he had to do a mixing class on reverb. Like he had a task. He had to prove that he understood reverb, but creating reverb in a natural sense, not, not just like using like an effect in, um, in Pro Tools or something like that. He needed to, to prove that he had the knowledge of miking a live room to create reverb, but have and bounce a signal there uh, and record it there and then bring it back into a different room. Um, and so he had this project and he wrote, he just said, hey man, could you come by and, and play a couple songs? I gotta do this thing for a project. And if it goes, goes well, you know, you can have some demos. And I said, sure, sounds great to me. I love Funk House. I love being in that space. And I got to hang out with my buddy. And um, and that's what happened. Um, I just showed up with an acoustic guitar. He had set up a bunch of mics 
And again, I'm actually in the control room where I when I'm at. Like he mic'd me with uh, a couple condenser mics and a ribbon mic, but he was mainly focusing on this other room that none of us are in, uh, where he set up a bunch of mics to create reverb sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just played. I played nine tunes. Um, and and then I got the recordings back and I was blown away. Like something, I, I really felt like something spe- special was captured. Um, and I had been sitting on this, uh, on, on this kind of group of songs for, well, since 2000, this was in 2019. So since 2019, um, not knowing what I wanted to do with it. Um, but I decided it was good to roll it out. And, and I talked to Anthony about maybe releasing it on old bear even though it wasn't recorded in the studio and but as it stands right now i you know i'm kind of stuck in germany and i can't cross the pond because of the pandemic (laughs) but i have this this group of songs that i would like to release and so that's what we did that's cool that's cool that's really cool so is the reverb that we hear on the songs is that is that reverb that he was um set you know set up to for that day cool yeah yeah which is interesting because like because there's a lot of reverb on the songs <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's like you kind of feel like you're swimming a little bit um it's not unpleasant but it's also i i don't know i think it, it was just it was also just kind of this fluke like uh he got a good grade um you know he showed that he had competence i, I yeah, but it was interesting. Like I, I passed the recordings along to some friends here in Berlin. And I just said, I feel like something magical happens. Am, am I just, you know, please, please help me. Am I just blowing, you know, sm- smoke up my skirt? Like, you know, set me straight. Um, and uh, yeah. I, uh, I was just thinking about like, you go into a situation like that and you're not really, the expectation is, was probably pretty, pretty low. Like you're like you're helping your friend out for a project, so you're not you're not really expecting to get back something that is, you know, you know awesome yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's like then hearing that is, is is probably pretty special, yeah. Yeah, Lucas, you're right. I mean, it was I was I've reflected on it. Um, it wasn't like being in the studio with Chris and the guys um, and, at Old Bear, like that. Like I was mentally preparing for and kind of like thinking, I want to do this. We have this objective. We have this amount of time. Um, uh, you know, like it, it's this, it's costing money. Um, this was, I, I wasn't ever thinking about a finished product. I was mm. just literally thinking about helping out a friend. Um, I, 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 you know, and at the time I thought at, at best, what I'm going to get is a recording of about nine, 10 songs that I am processing and trying to figure out how I play them by myself quite a bit that's how I perform mainly in Berlin but if I were to do something with them um, you know with, with, with other musicians or a band or something I wanted some recordings that I could just send to my friends and be like hey can you learn this song um, like that's what I thought I was gonna get um, but I got a, I got an album out of it. Um, then I'm actually very, very proud of it. Had to run away on the inside to find out 
what I really want and no it's not that easy not with all I see for two ways black and white they bleed gray driving me oh sideways passive in my seat Get away, got to get away, had to run away on the inside. Well, hard to say. Well, I, as I listen to the songs, uh, I was listening to them again this morning. You know, I think um, some of them are very loaded. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, they're, they feel ambiguous because I don't really know what you're, you know, talking about, like, in, you know, as you, when you were writing them. But then, you know, lyrically, they feel kind of weighted. And so um, one of the songs in particular that I felt was that I was thinking, man, you know, I'd like to hear what you were thinking on was um, I Got Time. Sure. And, um, yeah, maybe you can just share a little bit about the theme of that song. Yeah, you know, um, I, I I actually remember the day I wrote it. Um, it was a it was a Wednesday, uh, right before I, uh, maybe about an hour or so before I was going to go to the the singer songwriter showcase that I host and organize. Um, and I I always open and perform that that the, at that show. I'm the first person on stage to kind of break in the audience and get people ready to listen to live music and. Um, I have been doing that for about six years and I try to always use a Wednesday uh, as, as something that kind of pushes me creatively uh, and performance wise. Um, and a lot, something that I like to do is I like to just kind of try to write something before. And I kind of have this goal of if I write something and I like what it is and I can remember it, I'm going to play it that night. I'm just going to, try and do that it's just kind of part of my process and um and I, I i literally you know i looked at i looked at the clock and i and it i knew i had an hour and so i said i got time and that's the first line i mean that's the first line of the song so the, the song the song is very much a narrative it's very much a story um it's not really based in reality uh, I think emotionally it's based in experience. Uh, I just kind of envisioned a story about a guy, uh, probably not, a, not, not very much unlike myself, um, reflecting on relationships and this, and what the song actually is, it's the spoiler alert. It's like an epically sad love tune. <laughs> um, and it's this almost confessional song about a, a, a man, uh, who has probably neglected uh, the love of his life um, for a variety of reasons. Um, uh, and his love strong, but also probably has, 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 has failed a lot. Um, and, then, and then that love has been taken away. Uh, and it's, it's alluded to that, that she dies um, or that maybe she's, uh, because of his transgressions uh, that the relationship doesn't exist anymore. Um, 
and and um and it's but it's this kind of like sad love tune uh about a, a person being reflective uh with regards to loss of someone that, that they um that they care about so you wrote that in like an hour then or yeah yeah that's I did. cool man <laughs> mm. yeah it's it, it's one of those I think a lot of songwriters can relate. Uh, you've had that kind of magical, it's like you're tapped into something outside of you and someone just turns the water faucet on and it just comes. Mm -hmm. It's like, like it just happens. Um, you know, those are very far and few between moments for myself, but um, I do cherish them. And I've, I've had enough to kind of recognize that when one is happening, I, I, I really want to be present and respond to it. And that it song, it just kind of fell out. Lost in that old race This whole damn game In hindsight We were young Falling head over heels and coming undone But ain't that the game? And ain't that the thing? When you got time Suppose I'm shy A nice guy in good for life And shallow dives that don't look back Suppose I'm shy On the flip side, uh, what, what song was the most challenging to write or took the longest? Yeah, that's, that's, that's really interesting. I, I, you know, out of, out of the nine tunes on the record, uh, two of the songs are actually quite older tunes. Um, the last song, the album Chaos, um, is a is a song I've had for for years. And then uh, um, the second track on the album, uh, and the name is failing me right now. Um, it's uh, what is it? I got you, man. Hang on, I got you. I got you. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, across the pond. Come uh, to the table. No, come a, to the table. Come to the table. Yeah. Come to the table and chaos are both songs that I older older tunes that I wrote probably in two thousand and seven, eight or so. Mm -hmm. Um those weren't those weren't I'm I'm just rambling now, Lucas. The most challenging song for me to the most challenging song for me to write on the album, I think. Um, it is is the song where the title of the album comes from, and that's the song that called "Something's Got to Breathe." It's the second to the last song, um, and uh, that was a. I think it was challenging in the sense that it costs me something. It's very confessional. I, I feel like um, if it, obviously there's a there's a production difference between this album and then the first EP that I did with Old Bear. Um, uh, but content-wise and, and the approach, uh, th these aren't protest-oriented songs. With it's like Ben taking on, you know, some big theme. It's it's me grappling with me and me being very confessional. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, that whole song is just deeply, it's like me just pouring out my heart and just writing in my journal about me reflecting on me. Um, yeah, um, as a performer, I think as a man, as a minister, um, as a husband, um, family history. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, opening line is all eyes on me. It's, um, it's easy to see that I fly, so I fly solo. Uh, don't be deceived. Be careful with what you believe and look for the shallow. And, and then the chorus is just this, I think it's very haunting, but there's ain't no deep, dark dive in this heart of mine. And God only knows what that means. I got these love lost lies and loneliness in this idol factory. For me, that's a fun play on words. Um, love lost lies and loneliness. I love alliteration, but that's actually the that's actually the title of my very first album that I ever released. Um, and that line, idol factory, um, that's something I, I learned back the day when I was studying theology, um, John, John Calvin, uh, the, one of the great reformers, uh, he, when des describing the human heart, the heart of, 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 of men and women, um, he called it an idol factory. Um, that we are, we are systematically programmed in many ways to worship things, um, and that can be God, or it can be created things. And um, yeah, I, th that song was definitely the, the most challenging. Um, just in, in, because I was being very, I'm being very, very honest in it. Um, at least is for me. Still using metaphor, but being very honest. So. Mm. Casually take my casualties on a bender. And ain't no deep dog dive in there. Heart of mine, and God only knows what that means. Got that love, lost lies, and loneliness in this idle factory, and I can't explain it. I'm not complaining. No, but something's got to breathe. La, da 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 I would say, you know, a theme that I kind of uh, grabbed a hold of or picked up on um, was home being a word that was used at least in the at least and I know in at least a couple of songs um, yeah, and it definitely yeah you're right and so right. maybe maybe you can just uh, share a little bit about why that word was used often and and how that kind of represents the the you know I would say some of the overall theme of one of the overall themes of the record yeah, please, I mean, we're, please, could you do that, please? <laughs> I totally can. Where it most predominantly comes out is in the song um, "Almost Home," um, and that's also just the opening line. Um, 
You know, I, 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 that's interesting, Anthony. I, th I think some of it is, is I, I think some of it's probably just uh, subconscious stuff. Um, I'm very much a homebody person. I'm introverted. Uh, I love being in my apartment in Berlin. We have a, my wife and I, we have a cat. Um, we like candles. We, we build like cozy life. Um, uh, candles and cats. Uh, what candles else? Candles and see? cats and, and, and cozy and cozy, cozy, cozy things. Yeah. 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 Can yeah. you go wrong? So I mean, I, you can't go wrong if you come home to cozy candles and cats. Unless you're allergic to cats. <laughs> no. And, and you're right. Unless you're allergic to cats, for sure. Then you're, um, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, like I, I, I have, I have a very, a, a tiny office where I have a sofa and I have, I have too many guitars. I have five and they're all hanging on walls around my sofa. Do you name, do you name your guitars, Ben? No, I, I, well, no, let's I do don't. It. Let's I do don't. it. Let's do it right now. Okay. Okay. So right. just looking at, looking at one of them, maybe just sh okay. what's the date was made maybe in the, the model and then what you would like to call it. And hope it's All something right, well, cool like BB King had like Lucille, you know. Yeah, and then, and then, and Nelson the has what is what is what is Willie Nelson's that that uh, trigger M twenty trigger. That thing's awesome. <laughs> it is. All right. Awesome. Okay. Well, here, just let's, we'll just nerd out. We'll talk about the guitar that's on the album. All right. That um, we'll just name idea. one. Let's yeah. name one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. we got okay, time. So, People are getting bored so we sure so so it's it's a it, it's a 12 fret double o based off of a martin uh 0018 but it's made by a company called sigma and this okay. is super nerdy sigma used to be owned by martin uh think of sigma as kind of the epiphone to gibson mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and uh then sigma uh was kind of budget-based martin guitars Sigma kind of went rogue and did their own thing. And then a German company in Munich actually bought them and is reissuing old school Sigma, uh, old school Martin and Sigma um, design guitars back from back in the day. Mm. Um, I love small body 12 fret guitars. So the one on the album, it's an, it's, it's, let's see if I can just remember off the top of my head. It's an S, it's a Sigma S, 0018M slash uh, VS Limited. <laughs> and it, it and it's number, and this is what's cool. It's number 18 of 49 that were made. And, uh, and um, yeah, and has a K and K pickup in it. It's, and I play uh, 13 gauge strings that are mainly uh, the, the Martin ret Retro strings um yeah uh and how, what, what should we call it what should we name it i'm gonna Ooh. suck at this guys i'm sorry I, I i'll take recommendations okay all right Challenge. all right okay. Challenge. Challenge. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the back back and sides are mahogany top is a sitka spruce top and uh and it it the guitar didn't break the bank so um it was uh it's not like some crazy expensive guitar, but it's. Oh. I love it. So, so Ooh. in the in the theme, in the theme of Lucille and Trigger, Ben's guitar should be called something with an S, right? Something with an S. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, 
boy. What's a what's a German what name that starts with S? Yeah. Like okay, well, gosh. Well, I mean, a lot of our German names are, are also kind of Anglo-Saxon American names too. So, Zaha, Sarah, Sarah, um, Sarah sounds great. Sarah, yeah, Sarah. Yeah. Great. As soon, as soon as you said it, you Abra- know, it's it's Abra- Abraham's wife, Sarah. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as you said the word Sarah, um, yeah. I know a lot of great Sarahs. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, me, so. me One of my sisters. I'm a fan of the Sarah. Yeah, uh, you're okay. There you go, Lucas. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Sigma well, Sarah. When, when, yes, yeah, Sigma Sarah. Whenever Lucas, next time you see your sister, she doesn't know who in the world I am, but just tell her that I named my guitar actor. So. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So, anyways, back to the. Sorry for that. Um, that uh, diversion there. Let's go back to home. Home being the theme, uh, one of the overarching themes of this record. And you were saying. I oh, gosh, I was saying I'm a homebody. I write all my tunes in my office on my sofa with my guitars. Um, I don't know, I I think um, home is a word that I think I've been trying to explore um, a meaning. I I moved around quite a bit as a kid because my dad's work in in North America. And I've lived in Germany for almost 16 years now. My wife is German. I've lived in the apartment that I lived in here in Berlin. It's the same one for 16 years, which is actually the longest space I've ever lived in all the other homes that I've lived in. Mm, wow. I guess, I guess when, when, when I think about home, home for me has always been about people as opposed to a location. Um, but Berlin is becoming a location that's now associated with home. Mm. Um, um, I mean, this is just, uh, I, I, I travel a lot for, 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 for my job and um, uh, every time I either land in Berlin at the airport or come in on, on, on a bus or a train, every time I, I'm getting into this, in, into the, the in, into Berlin, I, I, there's something that I've noticed that's always happens. It just awakens inside of me that I feel like I'm at where I'm supposed to be. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's what's also coming out inside of inside of some of these songs. Ways down your soul and lays you low. So order our steps in your ways with mercy's new fall today. Paces the peace to stay and walk this road prone to wander away. Sometimes our hearts just aren't they break. Paces the peace. Won't you wander close Well, 
I mean, I know we're going to, for our Patreon folks, uh, we have decided to, if you haven't heard, we uh, started a Patreon community and we would love for you to be a part of it. Uh, one of the cool things for our Patreon community is that we are releasing only to them a cover of a Talking Heads song called This Must Be The Place. Yes. And so... If you want to hear that song and you want to hear more of Ben's record, the the full version of the record, because it won't be available anywhere except for, for our Patreon helpers, supporters, um, you can listen to that. But even in that song, I thought, you know, like the first or one of the first or second lines, right, is like, home, turn me around. No, a, yeah, no, the first first line is home. Um, yeah. I've come home. Yeah. 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 That's a fun. That's a fun song, and the the reason why that why I even recorded that was um, so so in my I, I, I'm a musician. I'm kind of like this. It's more of a hobby. It's not my full time career. I'm a, I'm a minister here in in, in Germany, um, and I had the just the absolute privilege and honor to officiate a wedding of one of my best friends. Her name is Lara. And uh, I, thought you were gonna, I, th- I thought you were gonna say Sarah. I was gonna be like, <laughs> nope. we're in. No, I'm just kidding. Nope, so nope. Laura. No. Nope. Still. So Laura. Laura married married uh, just a just a great guy named Hanno. And Laura's favorite song is uh, is this Talking Heads tune called uh, uh, "This Must Be the Place," uh, naive melody. Um, and I. I've heard it, but I was never a big Talking Heads person or fan. Um, but she asked me to to officiate the wedding, and um, and and uh, it, it was it's it's kind of two unique families coming together. One is 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 very uh, religious and Christian, and kind of in a, ba- a Catholic background, and the other the other is not. And um, and they I, I'm the friend, but I'm also a minister and. Um, they, you know, had asked me to, to perform the service, but also deliver the homily. And I just thought, I knew that this was one of her favorite tunes. And so I just decided, given the circumstances of the wedding and everything, um, I think the lyrics are just beautiful and awesome. And that was my homily. So I learned how to play the song, but kind of in a Romer, Ben Seidel way. And, um, and I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, and so I I recorded it with my friend uh, in the studio uh, and because it was it was going to be a gift that I was going to give them on their on their anniversary, which I did. But uh, it's also just a cool capture of a of a song, I think, done in a unique way. So, yeah, I would say the versions are, are very are worlds apart. For sure, if you know the song, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's really cool, and it, you know, thematically seems to fit uh, this collection of tunes. And so, yeah, if you want to mm-hmm. hear it, uh, join us on our Patreon community. Uh, obviously, patreoncom backslash Old Bear Records, uh, and we would love it. There's so many. There's a lot of tiers that you can pick from, and so. Uh, we're so thankful for those folks that keep uh, the lights on, keep thing, keep the ball moving forward. So, as they say, thank you, Patreon supporters. You guys are awesome.
know, I was thinking this. I was thinking too, Ben. Uh, you know, you go yeah. by the name Romer. I know we covered this in our other podcast. In with the you. first one, yeah. yeah but yeah. just in case people are, um, you know, hearing this uh, podcast right. for the first time or even stumbled upon this one, maybe you can share a little bit about uh, where that Rome, came from. Yeah, because you your name yeah. is Ben Seidel, but you go by the name Romer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my name is Ben Seidel. My official illegal name, uh, it's not illegal, it's legal. Excuse me. I was going to say, now we're getting like yeah. scandalous, you know? <laughs> right. Right. It adds to right. the mystery. So my, my, the, the, the name that I was given upon my birth by my parents uh, was Benjamin Romer Seidel. And Romer is, it's a family name. It's a, it's a German last name, just like Seidel is. R-O-E-M-E-R. It's actually the last name of my step-great-grandfather, hmm. a man by the name of John John Romer. Um, and he is the man that my dad uh, knew as his grandfather and was someone very influential uh, to my father. Um, in many ways, um, helped my dad become the man that he is. Um, and, uh, and my parents decided to give me this name. Um, and, 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 um, I, and, and I never did anything with it. I was, I, I, I mean, Benjamin is my name, but everyone calls me Ben. Um, but when I got to Berlin and I started playing music and um, I don't know, I just, I, I felt like it was appropriate to, I wanted to have a moniker something, but I wanted it to be personal and and I had this name that I just wasn't really using. And um, yeah. Well, awesome, man. Thank you for joining us. And we want to, obviously, you got to go pick up the record, stream it uh, a ton. Uh, it's called I Fly Solo. And yeah. uh, we would love for you to uh, listen to it. Leave a, leave a comment on iTunes. Uh, share with the world, you know, all that stuff, uh, what's going on and what you're listening to mainly in the form of a record called I Fly Solo. And, right. uh, and Anthony, can we just be honest? Can we ask people just to to just loop it and play it on repeat as they go to bed at night? That's you know, for sure, uh, yeah. That's all night long? I all mean, night. I, they, they could do that for all old bear artists, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt anything. So uh, it only helps us in some good ways. So that's right. It only does. It does help us. Thanks again, Ben, for joining us, brother. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It was good being seeing you. Seeing you. Yeah, so. good to see you, man. And grace abound in my weakness. So pride is drowned by a mercy's kiss. Thanks for listening to Bear Tone Podcast. If you want access to bonus podcast clips and segments, head over to patreon.com slash records and check out the different tiers we have available over there. This show's producers are Anthony Hoisington and myself, Lucas Iverson. Big thanks to Sarah Bridgman for creating the show's artwork, and thank you to Ben for taking the time to chat.